So you're in the saddle, you are controlling the situation, you are the driver, not the passenger anymore, and now the fun can really begin with starting your horse's basic training. Hi there, my name is Lorna, and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Strides podcast, where every week, and particularly the past six weeks, we've been talking about how to get your young or green horse from unbacked to backed and becoming a well a solid citizen underneath the saddle of course this is just one of the series that we've been working through every week we take a different topic to do with horse riding and whether it be a young or a green horse as as i say it has been the past few weeks or more complicated um and i suppose advanced uh, movements and maneuvers we work it through it step by step day by day so we call it daily strides because this of course is the monday or the first episode of the week but there are another four to follow along so five in total where this one is i suppose an overview the rest of them are actual step-by-step instructions as to what to do you just download it to your phone pop your phone in your pocket your earphones in your ears and off you go it's like having an instructor with you in the arena if you are interested in joining us on this series on starting a green horse or young horse or if you've got a horse and you're not 100 percent sure of how to take it from here you can pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash starting that is the actual starting series that we've been working through but of course all the lessons are available inside of Daily Strides Premium and I'm going to let you know at the end of this how you can get your hands on all of those but let us get back to this week and this week is all about week six last week we I suppose called it riding away this week we are beginning the basic training so we kind of took the stabilizers off the training wheels off and you and your horse are now together you're a team you're in the saddle he's listening to you he understands that that transition of I suppose control or leadership from the person on the ground to the person in the saddle has been finalized it's complete from here on out it is just you and your horse together working and that can be well a bit daunting (laughs) so (laughs) people often they they get into the saddle they think yes I'm in the saddle now what (laughs) because how do you get from this very uncoordinated (laughs) unbalanced kind of phase in your horse's life to the beautifully balanced horse that you know he can be um how do you get there and it's often a it often i suppose can be maybe a little bit too daunting for a lot of riders and they tend to miss and skip over the basics and that's what i want to start going with this week is that you get the basics down that you start understanding that what is, I suppose, what happens here and what your horse learns in these next couple of weeks uh, really do, I suppose, stand to him for the rest of his career in the saddle. So first and foremost, I would definitely suggest if you're working with a younger horse is to get into an enclosed arena. Now, we've been talking all the way up to this point, really, about being in a very small arena, so a round pen or a lunging arena, Uh, something quite small that we were I suppose taking away any outside and unnecessary distractions 
But I would suggest where we've been working in a very small space, now we want to kind of transition across to a bigger space. So maybe a dressage arena, a jumping arena. We don't want a huge open field. <laughs> um, I find that sometimes, and we're going to talk about this just now, but uh, sometimes our horses might take the initiative to be a little bit naughty. And um, I think sometimes that can be... Well, more prevalent if you're riding in a big open space. So somewhere that's um, maybe slightly enclosed, like a 20 by 40 meter arena or maybe a 40 by 60 meter even, um, but somewhere that it isn't close. The next thing is what you're doing for this week and in the coming weeks is your horse must learn to understand your aids, okay? So we were doing that last week, we were kind of, but now now we're kind of polishing, we're fine tuning things a little bit. So he needs to learn to understand your aids, but not only that, he also needs to learn that he has to listen. There's, there's, a, there's a great thing, like horses, they might understand what you're asking them, but they may choose to ignore you, okay? You want him to understand and then to actually take action based on what you've asked him, okay? And that is what you're going to be doing in the coming weeks. And then of course, your discipline. We've been, we've We've been saying this the whole way through that your horse has to have a certain amount of discipline um, from a safety aspect, but also from an enjoyment aspect. It definitely makes things better working with a horse who is, well, he's kind of, you know, with you in this. He's not fighting, working against you, he's working with you. And that all comes back to your discipline. So I mentioned before about a horse being naughty. Um, horses are naughty. We say naughty, but they're not really naughty. Um, they just might have different idea of how the, the ride should go than what you have at that particular moment in time. But uh, it's for lots of different reasons. And assuming that we've ruled out any problems happening there, um, very often it's a lack of focus. And I find that riders sometimes tend to become more focused on what the horse is doing rather than on what they want the horse to do. And I find particularly with a young horse, it's really 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 important to keep your focus absolutely locked on to what you want the horse to do okay and then no matter what he is busy with you are just keeping guiding things back to where you want him to be okay that is your job as the rider that is your job okay you just have to keep saying it's like you're you're initially might feel like you're herding cats a little bit but um that you're keeping bringing things back and saying no 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 no, no. this is where we're going that's it no back here buddy and you're keeping it laser focused and locked on to what you want okay your mindset is so important throughout this period if you keep getting stuck in the undesirable behavior your horse is going to follow suit and he is going to get stuck there as well whereas if you keep your focus on the good things keep seeing all those little steps and then very importantly keeping rewarding every little step in the right direction and later but the little steps become a bigger movement and a bigger job that's been completed by the horse in the right direction you keep rewarding those and almost it's like you're ignoring the naughtiness naughtiness we're using air quotations but um that you're not paying attention to it you're just keeping things you're kind of guiding it all the time herding things towards where you want it to be that is generally the best way to go um of course you're doing this calmly and you are remaining consistent in how you ask things very often people get a little bit frustrated a little bit maybe stressed out a little bit anxious if their horse is um, kind of not not playing ball, if their horse is doing his own thing, um, they tend to get a little bit 
I suppose tense, nervous, stressed, that tension comes through. Um, it is not, you're not going to really have much success if that happens. Um, you have to just keep consistently asking the same question in the correct manner until your horse responds, uh, not allowing anything else to get in your way to distract you from that. And then as soon as he responds, you say, yes, that's it. That's it. The nail on the head. You did, Well done. You're a star. That's what I'm looking for. Fantastic. Let's try it again. That is how you have to keep your mindset on this. Now, also keep in mind that every horse is different and it's really important that you tailor your approach from here for the horse you're riding, okay? So some horses, they get things, they just pick things up a lot quicker than other horses. Some horses react differently. Some horses tend to get a bit stressed. Some horses just are as cool as cucumbers. You'd swear they've been doing it all their lives. Um, so it just depends and it's really important that you tailor it. And what I'm talking about tailoring here is not only the plan of what you're doing each day, but also the time you ride, where you ride, ride who you're riding with things like that things that you can control you begin to tailor it notice what that horse does best with if he does best first thing in the morning if he does best later in the afternoon whatever the case is you want to try and set yourself up for as many wins as possible at this situation set both of you up and um, so as it's all a good experience it's all happy and that is going to take a little bit of planning on your part and a little bit of taking time I suppose to notice it and just to realize that each horse is different and noticing maybe he prefers to do something first it tends to relax him loosen him up and then from there working on to different things but really taking the time to get to know your horse and to know what works best for both of you okay now you need to almost it's like establish a game plan okay from here on out your horse needs to know that when this happens it means that this must happen and it's almost like a routine horses thrive in routines we know that but um you want that routine it comes down to this consistency but it has to be through your actions you're setting the the pace you're kind of laying down the rules you're you're almost mapping it out and then he must just follow the map but you do have to have something almost mapped out like first and foremost horse must go forward we mentioned that the past few weeks we've been saying it from day one horse has to know that going forward is number one rule okay that is it he has to that needs to be programmed into his brain that he is moving forward at all times he's thinking forward he's going forward he's moving forward you as the rider are going with him you're going together forwardness 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 from there then you could start maybe working on different transitions so walk to trot maybe a little bit of bending bit of turning but what's key in all this is that you need to be insistent but in a calm and a kind and a consistent way that what you say goes okay there is no room for negotiation <laughs> so that's why your plan has to be very specific and it needs to be as i say tailored to that particular horse but that when you ask a question, he needs to know, he needs to respond. This is how you expect him to respond. And this is how you want him to respond. Any other response is just a no-go. It's, it's not going to work, okay? It has to be this way. It is your job to lay down those rules from day one. So I would suggest definitely... As I mentioned before, they're starting with the transitions. You want to remain calm and balanced. From there, you can just start with simple walk to halt or walk to trot transition between walking and trotting and then later you're cantering I wouldn't necessarily kick out the door or head out the door with canter straight away uh, it's a difficult one a lot of horses struggle with it so rather build, let, allow them to build up their confidence in I suppose carrying a rider um, initially with the walking and trotting and things like that but being very very 
specific about how you want that transition to look bearing in mind that the horse is not going to be terribly balanced he's not very developed he's not physically strong at this point so it won't be great but you can I suppose be quite choosy about the look and the feel of it and how it will happen and when it'll happen okay another consideration that you're going to have to take into mind or keep in mind um, from now on is how much work you're going to do with the horse Um, you know quality over quantity that is the rule and rather have 20 minutes or 30 minutes of quality work um, rather than an hour of aimlessly sauntering around an arena okay um but that's enough said with that but yeah the, how much work you don't want to work the legs off him he's still young or he's still green and even if it's an older horse that you're bringing back into training you have to keep in mind that he is not physically strong yet it's going to take time to develop his muscles and um, you need to work out maybe a six-week sort of a program to help him build physical strength starting off with very basics and then just slowly but surely moving it on up so he's nice and strong by the end of those six weeks but um definitely kind of figuring that out it's important uh, you need to develop a plan for every ride okay i know i harp on about this all the time it's so important you can't get up there and just expect to have a great ride but you don't even know what that great ride would look like, feel like, consist of. You need to know what you're going to do, what you're going to set out to achieve. And then that's the focus of the ride. That's where your mind goes each time. Every time it wanders off, you say, hey, let's come back here. This is where we're going. Um, really, really important. And then lastly, dealing with any problems. Now, you know... You, you are going to you're going to run into roadblocks you need to understand that you need to accept it from the from the outset and and kind of have uh i suppose a plan in in mind know how you're going to deal with it um if you can remain calm and just as i said at, at the beginning keeping coming back if you if you can imagine just herding things back keeping things coming back to where you want it to go that is generally the best way to deal with any problems that you're going to meet along the way and you might need the help of somebody else you might need maybe another horse there's a few different ways you can think outside the box but um remaining calm not losing your temper your temper if you're going to lose your temper you you know you might in the short term win that little battle but i tell you you're you're not going to do anything for either you and your horse in the long term and um, it kind of puts a bad taste in everybody's mouth so you want to just re- keep yourself calm keep yourself focused on what you want to do and bear in mind that very often just like with people uh, the plan has to change the goal doesn't have to change but how you get there has to change you might have to take a detour every now and then keep that in mind keep yourself which is working forward positively you and your horse and trust me you will get there in the end okay i'm going to leave it at that for this week this is the end of this series we're going to be starting on something new next week and um, if as i mentioned you do want to get all the the weeks of literally step by step um training from taking your horse from a completely green uh, youngster to being a lovely wonderful ridden horse you can pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash starting um, if you want to rather work on something that's a little bit more advanced and whether that be you so maybe your confidence or your position or maybe some problems you have run into if you're a little bit further down the road and there are some issues uh, you can pop on over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join all the past lessons so every week of a podcast has a whole week 
of audio programs to go with it inside of Daily Strides Premium. They are all available from when you sign up. So if there is something there that you think can benefit, why not pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join. Have a look and join us. We would love to have you. Have an absolutely super week. Keep well and I'll chat to you soon. Be good. Bye.